Yo, 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 what's going on? This is On The Dotted Line. It's your man, Day Short Lines, and this is... Marquise Taylor. Oh, man, we back for another one. Marquise, how was your weekend? It was good. Uh, a little sick, but uh, it was good other than that. <laughs> yeah, man, I was sick last weekend, man. I don't know if it's the weather be, you know, the weather being hot. One one day be cold. I don't know what's going on. Maybe that clap in the air. Maybe that in the air. <laughs> but yeah. um, I don't know. But yeah, we, you already know that this is the empowerment segment. We about to shout out local businesses and anybody that have anything going on. The first person I want to shout out is the realest podcast out. Um, his name is Real Real Money. D A Realist. D A Realist podcast. You can go to. Stitcher.com, you could go to um, Google on podcasts, you could find this guy's podcast, DA Realist, one of the realest podcasts out. You might want to check it out. Also, you already know the homegirl, Flow Billions. Go to IG right now. I know we have a lot of artists out there, we have a lot of models, we have rappers, we have we just have everybody that loves artwork and they need logos done and for, for anything. So go right now, go to IG right now, follow at flow billions on IG. She will hook you up real talk. Anything you want to promote Marquise? No, not today. <laughs> All right. Well, if, if I miss anybody, um, just please um, DM me on only Lion twenty six or DM me on our um show page on the dotted line eighteen. We gonna get right to we gonna get right into it, Marquise. Man, this is the realest topic. You came up with the name. The name is fire. So we have a fire topic for the hot topic segment. It's called pain per view. Pain per view. Fire name, we about to get right into it. Um, a deeper look into the things that we expose to on the internet. Does it make us um desensitize or desensitize us? Do it makes us lack compassion? Does it make us cold as ice? Do they do does it make us into animals? We about to go right into it. Um, Marquise, what you think about? Like a lot of, because you pretty much grew into this era, you know, being exposed to so much things on the internet. The things you see, you see in people like gory things. You see in people that's getting heads chopped off, getting stabbed. You see police shooting unarmed. You see, you see all of that. What do you think does that do for our youth? Uh Seems like a modern day horror movie sometimes, but uh, in terms of the youth, uh, yes, yeah, uh, like you said, a lot of them, I believe, they're becoming desensitized to a lot of things. Nothing really surprises them anymore, and we just have like a high level of disrespect with this younger generation, more so than we've seen with. You know, going back to our generation and, you know, our parents' generation and all of that. Uh, I think that's that's one of the things that is happening. The the disrespect is crazy. It's like there is no more compassion. You know, we 
people would rather pull out their cell phones, especially the youth, they'd rather pull out their cell phones and film somebody getting beat up or something like that so they could put it up on World Star or something like that or media takeout or whatever. They they just looking for stuff to put on social media now. And again, it's not all of them, but you know. Yeah. It's it's a it's a very large part of the youth that's just like that. Now, uh you got all these IG stars, all these uh YouTube stars, these new kids coming up the the Vickies of the world and the uh the little Tays and all that. Yeah, it's like a few like it's it's out of control with the way uh, a lot of these kids be acting. And it's, I think it's very unfortunate, but that's my take on it. Yeah. They feel like it's cool to do some of these things they see on TV, um, on the internet. They feel like it's cool. And it's crazy that you said that um, people are so quick to pull out their phones for when they see fights, when they see something really fucked up and they quit to have their phone. Like, even the um the situation with X, X being shot, he's just slumped in his car and somebody had their phone out. Don't you – ain't the first thing you see somebody in trouble called 911 before you even put your phone out recording a, uh, recording a young brother pretty much slumped? Call for help instead of recording it? You think every – you think his parents would want to see something like that? It's like it's – it's like it's the normal – like people's quick to put the um, you know, bring their phones out. Like, but there's good things that's good that you know people record. Like, what's what's her name? Um, what's her name? Um, Permit Patty. Permit Patty. You know, she tried to call. She tried to call the cops for a little girl serving the water. You uh, and I'm so used to that because back in the day it was always like that same. Uh, same racist white woman that's always hating calling the cops for every little thing. Like, it, uh, like when you put your phone and rec- you record stuff like that. Okay, that's the re- that's what you should record to expose this person because now we into we enter in an era that a lot of these racist people that you know end up showing their true colors. Everybody got their cameras out and they end up losing work. They end up looking crazy on these streets to the point that they we could ice we could um we could ruin their careers we could ruin their jobs we could ruin that for them for being racist because we don't need this we don't need that in this society now those are the good things and also it's good that if you see something shady record it those are the good things but it's just getting out of hand especially with the youth the things that they um. The things that they just see and they feel like it's funny. Like you see somebody, it was one. It was one um video I saw. It it was so fucked up, man. They just they kept um pushing this. I don't know. He was mentally challenged. He was in a wheelchair, and they just found it funny throwing things at him and recorded it. And he just and and the kid is just you know he's so upset. And they and they recorded it. They laughing. I'm like, ain't nothing funny about that. So I'm like. Like why? Why the generation? You know why? Like recording and they and they trying to get all the the views and people watching it and and the view and they don't really care if people's giving them negative feedback because they benefit from getting the views and the comments. They like like we talked about on our other show 
about clout. They really just care about the clout, whether it's good or bad. So they don't they don't care about how people um look at them. They don't they don't care. They just care about the clout. Um, so you know, it's just it's just crazy. Everything is a world star moment. <laughs> you can't get caught slipping. You can't get knocked out or anything. Somebody go have their cameras out. It's just crazy. People like this generation rather have their cameras and their phones out recording instead of actually helping people actually like, damn, that's fucked up. I'm not going to even do that. They don't even care. <laughs> and you're right. I think I think if you pull your phone out at the proper time for the proper context, it, in a certain situation, yes, it can be helpful. You know, if you are witnessing somebody getting physically abused, hurt, you know, right. something along those lines, it's good to have those things on tape. And also with concerning like the things that's been going on with the uh with the cops lately. Um, well right. going on, but what I will say is um even with recording that, that's kind of a good and a bad thing because I see like on some of the videos that people put up, they'll show the cop, you know, physically harming somebody, but in the same breath, it's like no, what happened just before and Yeah, what happened before the camera came on though? <laughs> right. I mean that's a whole nother can of worms, you know. I'm not right. gonna say every cop is wrong, but you know, there are certain situations that do call for you to pull your phone out and and record, but I think folks should just try to pull their phone out to actually call for help rather than Right. Right, they're using their phones for the absolute wrong thing. You, a second, all anybody just need a second. You can save somebody's life. It just takes a second to do it. Just use your phone, dial nine one one, and get help right away. Instead of using your phone to record and then post it on on Instagram, this person is pretty much bleeding. He could be, he could have a um, he could have like a, a real serious wound that. Call 911. You do what you can to stop the bleeding. So when 911 come and the ambulance come, that you can save that person's life. You busy recording like, yeah, this what happened. Oh my God, this he bleeding and shit like that. This ain't no fucking show. This is re, this is real life. It's real consequences that come with it. And this is so messed up. Like it's crazy. And I also wanted to talk about this. Like Facebook, there's so many people that always be posting some disgusting shit, yo. <laughs> some disgusting shit all the time. I'm, you remember that website, Rotten.com? I remember when I was like 14, I would go, like, if you want to see some real fucked up gross, somebody got their uh, they leg chopped off, you'll go to Rotten.com to see that nasty shit. Now, I'm scrolling on my Facebook trying to, you know, I'm just looking at some feeds. Somebody post some nasty shit up there. And the thing is, kids, they they pretty much grow, grew up looking at all this nasty shit and being exposed to it to the point that it doesn't even bother them and to the point that they even laugh about it. They're like, oh, my God, that's crazy. They laughed about somebody pretty much got his, his head caved in. And, like, you see all the gross stuff on, you know, on the Internet that it don't even bother them. I know back in the day. That shit was just disgusting. I would ne- that shit would scar the hell out of me. But the kids now, that shit is normal. It's normal to see like uh, um somebody to to lose a limb, somebody have their head chopped off, just to see disgusting shit. 
It's just it doesn't. It seems like it doesn't bother them because they used to it. Like you said, um, desensitized. It's that's not normal. <laughs> that's not normal to to um to laugh at stuff like that and just to to look at it like it's normal. That's not normal at all. It has to be some type of um, mental health or some mental illness that um may be affecting us by looking at all these things. And the youth, they just they grew up looking at this. They grew up being exposed to all of the all of this and at a very young age to the point that when they get older it's just like it's it's nothing. But it yo know, like Marquis, it gotta be some type of mental illness going on there. It's just seeing them shits. Yeah, I mean it could be. Who knows? But what I will say is that it's getting it's definitely getting harder for the parents to control what the kids are seeing. I mean, you can't control what what your kids see when they're not with you, but you control what they see when they are around you. I think uh, it will be a good thing if we had parents more involved with the kids' uh, internet surfing, the kids being on Facebook and things like that. That's a part uh, of it. Like you said, on the on the Facebook feeds and everything, people post all types of stuff, and there are parts on Facebook where, you know, the screen will be blocked off and it'll have like a warning, you know, graphic content. But that's not always the case. There's been a few things I scrolled past and it didn't say that. At <laughs> all. At all. Yeah, so I think it's more so, you know, the parents, you know, just just taking taking the time to look a little bit deeper into what their kids are being exposed to on the internet. Um, I know they got like things like parental locks for uh, the younger kids or whatever the kids can, uh, the parents can put that on their kid's phone. And, you know, even whatever internet access you have at home, you can restrict it to certain things. But uh, that's just one small way that, you know, maybe, maybe we can uh, move forward to try to fix the problem. But uh, it's, it's more of a societal problem too. We gotta we gotta step up and look at what's going on in society. Right, right. We definitely gotta um look look in the mirror and we need to reevaluate um the things that we see, the things that we're exposed to and the things that may harm us mentally down the road. Um but it's funny that you um you you started going into the kid part of it and we're gonna talk about that on the second segment. We gotta um we gotta break it down. The boys and the girls. How does how does being exposed to all this content on the internet? How does it help them in their growth? Does is it a good thing or a bad thing? We about to we about to um go right into that in the second segment. Um, this is a commercial break. We'll be back. Yes, sir. Right, ladies and gentlemen, and we're back. <clears throat> second segment of pain per view in this segment over uh the effects that being desensitized have with kids (laughs) kids so we're gonna uh we're gonna start off talking about the boys uh what and how it uh affects their development uh what do you think they showing is one of the things that affects the boys development um, I the first thing I would say is, and and maybe the video games. And I know, like I said, I I 
when I grew up, I played a lot of video games, but I had that balance because my childhood, I went out a lot. I played sports with the um with the uh of the other kids on the block. I was I was into programs, boys and girls club. I was, you know, I was barely outside. Even though I played video games probably like once I get home, like especially on a weekday after I do my homework, I'll play like four hours, five hours straight. I still somewhat play video games. But I feel like now what hurts them is the fact that they're not going outside. They playing Fortnite for Mad Law and 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 Call of Duties and Modern Warfare. They they're playing this. So and they're not being social. They're not out there. And that's really that's really harming them because they're not getting number one, then they're not meeting other kids. So usually those kids end up, you know, they stay in the house playing video games, they eating, they're gonna be a little bit, they're gonna be a little bit overweight, and that's gonna be a problem with their health, especially when they get older. Two, they're gonna they're gonna be so locked into the games that they're gonna start mimicking the stuff that they see on on the video game. And usually you see you see the issues we have now with the the whole gun control and the whole school shootings and it usually be like some crazy um some crazy kid that's socially awkward he don't have no friends and usually that be the case they go to the, they play these video games and they be locked in they be stuck into that mode they start they start looking at themselves like I am this is I live, this is the simulation. I'm in this game. And they start mimicking it, and they're going out to the real world, still haven't turned off that video game mindset that they're going to actually, the things that they see, they go, by, oh, it's not real. This ain't no real consequences. I may, I, even if I die, I could do it again. No, it's real. They don't, they don't know how to turn it off, so it affects them mentally. And, and the last thing, it also affects them not interacting with people um face to face you know they have online that they online people and online kids they talk to but you need that physical you need you need to be with somebody in the physical you need to be with somebody eye to eye that energy in person is totally different than when you talk to somebody on the phone or on xbox live and i'm telling you and that creates that creates a person being socially awkward and that becomes a huge problem with boys they feel like they're um they not, they they feel like they don't fit in to the rest of the kids, and the rest of the kids look at them like they're crazy. And then that's where the bullying happens. That's where like the cyber bully happens. And then when they feel like that, them kids go say, you know what? I'm gonna come. I'm gonna I'm gonna handle them. And that's when they be coming to school with these guns. They be shooting all the kids in the school because they so awkward and they have a serious issue. They isolated from the rest of the community. That's why it's not good to to be, especially the kids now. I, I don't see them going out. They not going out interacting with no kids. The the only people they interact with is the people in that video game, and that could be a, a huge problem. There's no balance. There's no. It's, you could play the video games, but go outside and be social. They not getting that after they after they come home. They just playing. They just playing the game. They so locked in on that. And the parents, it's unfortunate with the parents because parents, they could probably be working all day. So when a kid comes home from school, he's playing the game. And then the mother be so tired from work and she got to cook the meal and all of that. 
And the father's probably at work. He's probably tired from work, doing a hard labor that they can't really um, communicate with the kid like that. I'm not saying all parents, but this is usually the case in America that, you know, the parents work, work hard, work a lot. And the kid, he just like, forget this. I'm going online, play the game. And, and that's it. Like, this is a new era and the things that he's exposed to even in that video game and the things that he also he see if he goes on social media or on Facebook and he see these things to and he like, oh, I could probably do that. And it could be something completely bad. And he thinking that you can do that. Those are the things that's raising him. That video game and the Internet, that's raising him because his parents, you know, they work and they don't have that. They don't have enough time with the kid. The, the, so I say, I say that's the things that harms a uh, harms a kid, a boy. Yeah. Um I would say, yeah, the game the game could be good and bad, really. It it depends on uh for one, what you're playing. I mean right. again, like you said, the parents I think the parents should be a little bit more involved because you can't have eight year old Timmy playing GTA five. They have <laughs> certain they have certain ratings for these games. That's why they have M for mature, T for teen, and E for everybody and ratings like that. Now if you got eight year old Timmy playing GTA, now uh, he might think, you know, banging the hooker is cool because that's what you could do in that game. It's right. a lot of things you can do in that game. You can kill people. You can steal things. It's all types of stuff you can do in that game. But the flip side to the coin is there are other games that, you know, these kids could play that could be stimulating to the mind. You got a lot of video games that are, you know, around the E for everybody rating. And it has, you know, things like puzzles and stuff like that. It'll help with your memory. So in that regard, I would say use properly certain video games. Yes, it could be beneficial to the kid and there's nothing wrong with playing it, but you know, moderation, you got to have it in moderation. And as for having online friends, that's cool. You could have them. I mean, well, this is the new generation. So I, back in the day, you know, when Jokers was playing Nintendo 64, it wasn't no, I'm going to jump online and be online with like 50 people. And even if yeah. it was a future like that, nobody had that set up at their house. Stop playing. So, um, <laughs> yeah, like, so, yeah. I mean, there's nothing wrong with talking to people online, you know, having friends online when you're gaming. But I, I think it is more so, like you said, you need that human interaction. But, yeah, um, but I'm sorry to cut you off, but you just said, you just said <laughs> something that's big. You said... Back in the day, when you had a 1064, you had your friends had to come over your house, so you still being social with your friends in person. You having that, yep. you having that connection with somebody that's actually there. Now you could play the game by yourself, but you're talking to like a bunch of people that you probably gonna never see, and so it keeps us, it keeps us having that physical connection and having because that's unrealistic that you. You know, you you friends with somebody that you've never seen before. That's unrealistic. How could you know? How could you really know who this person really is? And you just talk to them um, via um, via satellite, via chat, via text. 
um, via uh, online? How could you have a, a real connection with this person if you're just playing the game with him? Like back in the day, <laughs> niggas had to actually come to your house. Like, oh, I got an extra controller. Oh, you got because I only I only got one controller. Oh, don't even worry about. It. I got my own controller. All right, bet. Come to come over to the house at five o'clock. Boom. And then, but you still having that connection with them that you, you y'all build some type of bond. And I feel like it's unfortunate with this generation. My bad to cut you. I just wanted to point that out. No, nah, and that, that's a very good point. It's it's a damn shame that uh it's not like that no more. I mean, obviously, you got your little two-player games where, you know, people could bring their controller, but nobody's doing that anymore. <laughs> Again, I, I got to keep going back to the parents, though, because even when we was little, you know how you would uh you would go out or, like you said, you would go to your friend's house, you know, their mother would be home or the father be home or whoever, and, you know, it's a whole bunch of y'all over there. You know, y'all hang out, eat some snacks play the game, you know, go outside in the backyard, and it's a group of y'all. We don't have that, like, sense of community anymore, at least oh. from what I see. I don't, I don't see that as much now. And then it's really because of, like, the cell phones and stuff, too. I know everybody is busy. Everybody wants to be, quote-unquote, connected. But I think sometimes it is good to disconnect because like you said, you, when you lack that human interaction, things get weird and very, weird. very hard for you. And that's, and that goes back to what you're exposed to when you're left to your own devices as a kid, your mind is, your mind is expanding. You're going to wonder, you're going to try new things. You're going to look for new things. Right. So going, going through stuff online they might stumble onto that website that they don't need to see, see somebody in pain, see somebody getting hurt or, you know, just something graphic that they don't need to see. You want to see a lot of pain in that picture. So right. I, I got I can't stress it enough. I think it goes right back to the parents. It has to go back to the parents because as much as you possibly can, you should be there. Monitor. But- your child is digesting mentally as much as you can. Like I said, when they outside, they're out and about on their own, it ain't but so much you could do. But you can control what goes on in your house and what they're being exposed to in your house. That's my we would have to do We would have to do another show with definitely about the parents because I was just thinking because the parents have to have the parents definitely have a humongous responsibility, but it's just this is a new era of parents now. It's a, a lot of parents, um, they're pretty much raised, a lot of young parents is pretty much raised in this new uh, virtual reality, what we call social media. And they and now they have to follow all these social game rules that they're exposed to. And we'll definitely, we'll definitely talk about that in the next one because this is a um a freaking a dope show and we're gonna do a part two with the um with the adults but i want to get back to what you said cell phone and now i want to talk about the girls mm-hmm. um the girls also how they be affected by um the things that they're exposed to with the cell phone these girls having cell phones at a very early age see self See, girls back in the day was they would always talk on the phone for hours and hours to their friends. Like that's how girls, little little girls, 
um was you know they had to, I remember they had the little beepers back then I know I'm getting I'm, I know I'm old but I wanted to bring that up and they just they they're so you know they so social girls is social they don't they don't they don't do the video games they, you got girls that play video games but it's not a lot and it's and it's really it's it's really show you how boys is affected with you know the things that we said and I was going back to a school shooting you'll never hear a, a young girl shooting up a school. You'll never hear that. And it's because they have different different things that they're exposed to that, you know, that they, you know, they believe and they binge watch and they just OD in. It's, it's, so boys and girls, they do different stuff. Now, the things where girls are exposed to, since they got phones at an early age, them chat rooms. Now, back in the day, we had AIM. Um, AIM was a big thing. Um, you had different websites that you could go to, and then you start. You had MySpace, and um, I, I believe early, the earlier days of MySpace, you had to be a certain age to have a MySpace, and you had your join on private. Now it's, it's not the case now. <laughs> it's like the restrictions is off. So now you have young girls; they're being exposed to what they what they see. And all these applications on the mobile devices that that they say, oh, I can maybe I can do that. I can do this. I could I could wear this. I could wear that. Or I could do this to get attention because most young girls they want the attention. So they're gonna see. So they're gonna see like they go see these Instagram models on here. They say, oh, I need to do that to get my likes. I need to do that to get likes. So they so when you when they're they're young and they're that gullible, it's easy for people to come and influence them. It's easier for um freaking sick old men to come and and think that they like of age and they talk to these young girls and they end up manipulating them and meeting up meeting up with them. That's could be totally dangerous. That these young girls are exposed to this. And and now these young girls. I know I'm all over the place with this. I'm trying. I'm I'm going. To, I'm going somewhere with it. And now, like, and then you have these young girls. Um, you know, they dating these older men. These older men that's just so sick in their head. They want to be able to control, manipulate somebody because they can't get somebody their own age. And um, and then and the girl end up getting jacked up earlier. You know, it's a lot of things that comes with these sick men out there that they need to be very careful of. And and they need to be careful of the things that they see, like how these girls being dressed, how these Instagram models being uh, being dressed like, and they see them like, oh, they making money. A lot of people love them. I want that. I want that same love. I want that same. Um, I want people to notice me. So they wear shit like that. It's a it's an Instagram girl. She's like fourteen years old. It begins with an M. She dressed like a grown woman. She's wearing thongs. She's shaking her behind and everything. She got like. Freaking fifteen million um views. That's that's where these girls, these young girls, is exposed to, and they feel like it's okay, and it's and it's it's harming them. It's harming them because they not they're gonna grow up being very insecure because they're gonna they're gonna feel that that's the way to get a man. That and then what's the the type of men they go attract are the the jerks, the assholes, <laughs> the abusive men. They're gonna attract those types. Because the things that they was exposed to, they think it's okay, and that's going to get them attention. 
You see what I'm saying? That's that's how I feel about the um the young girls being exposed to the things that they see that make them like make them like this new breed of um young women. You you know what I'm saying? Yep. Oh, they they get the attention. Believe me. Uh, and what I will say from what you just said about you know what the young girls is seeing and how you know some of them are starting to dress a little bit more provocative and all of that. Uh, what I will say is this. I know that there's a, a whole movement out there. I'm not going to stay too long on this one, but I know there's a whole movement out there, you know, about, you know, women being able to go forward and do the things that they want to do, which is fine. That is perfectly fine. But what I'm saying is this, at least about what women and young girls wear, what you wear if you wear something that's provocative, that's going to seem attractive to a man. Now, we got two types of men. <laughs> we got sensible men that can look and keep it moving. Or or when it comes to young, younger girls, we got the men that can look and say she needs to go her behind somewhere and put some clothes on because it's <laughs> creeps out here. And then we have the actual creeps oh, that man. don't care they don't care about the rules. They don't care about, you know, the law or nothing. She looked good for the getting. I'm going to find a way to get her, and I'm going to get her. Then we got those people. That's what I'm saying. You can, like I always say, this is America. You can do whatever you want. You just got to be prepared for those consequences. I'm not right. saying it's right for any man to take advantage of any woman or girl in any way, shape, form, or possible. I am not saying that at all. But what I'm saying is those are the people that can't be controlled. Oh, you can't, you right. can't control what somebody else does, but you can control what you do. If you right. know taking a specific action is going to get a certain reaction, be it from somebody you want, it, want to get that reaction from or somebody you don't want to get it from, you're still going to get that reaction. That's all exactly. I'm saying. Exactly. Like um the things that the things that you you do, the things that you wear, you're gonna get a reaction off of it. Whether it's gonna be good or whether it's gonna be bad, you're gonna get some type of reaction of it. This is America. Uh we can't control what um everybody do, we can't control what everybody think. So I'm not gonna give them I'm not gonna give them like I'm not gonna come off and do something that they may they may react a certain way that I may not like. I'm not going to let them get that. I'm not going to put myself in there, but I'm just saying for young girls out there, man, um, if just listen to the, um, the older, the older women out there, um, listen to uh, women with experience. Um, don't try not to try not to, um, look at the internet. If you want love, because you would end up in a world of trouble because these women that's on these IG, most of them is very insecure about themselves. So don't, so if you young out there, do not, you know, don't, do not look for the internet, look for these girls as role models, as love, the people that's in your corner, the people that you know, if you got teachers, if you have um, anybody like guidance counselors, you got anybody that's um, give you wisdom, you take it, and you know, cause they're gonna um they're gonna do right. They're gonna make sure you be in the right path. But damn man, this shit um I wanted to keep going, but we can't.
We went over our time, man. Um, this is crazy. Marquise, give them the Instagram handle to uh, hit us up, man. Oh, yeah. On the dotted line, at on the dotted line 18 is the IG. That's where you can get at us. And uh, also, you can follow us on YouTube, on the dotted line. Right. You already know. You already know. Um, we're going to do part two. We're going to talk about on um, the adults. This is the pain purview hot topic episode, man. Thank you for watching. Do all of that. We'll hit you back up and stay tuned for the next episode. Peace. Peace.